Hi, my name is Timothy Arliss O'Brien, and this is my podcast, The Poet Heroic. Welcome to episode number five. Today, I have five emotionally caustic poems for you. First, I have two hilariously sad poems from my most recent book, each inspired by traumatic college events. Next, I have a poem from a dear friend who taught me much about divination, Lisa Mooncat. Third, I have a wonderfully spooky poem by my husband, Nicholas Yandel, published in Deep Overstock, Issue 7, Horror. Finally, I have a whimsical poem by one of my favorite poets, William Blake. Thank you for joining me today. Now sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy the poetry. I followed Ma Jode to Cali. Why did you stay behind? By Timothy Arliss O'Brien. I sent you a picture of the beautiful blue sky and sunshine click clear day. You said it looks nice. I said it feels really great. You say you enjoy it more at home, but I think you're just jealous that I got to move here and you didn't. And you're stuck there in your own sadness. Things can look impossible, but we are meant to experience life and feel the great sunshine warmth. Instead, you sleep outside by a park in the bitter cold wind of winter. The cold draws you into the arms of a, quote, loved one and makes you sink there slowly. It's in Adelaide where we shared that first kiss and Danny was jealous every minute at the ocean where the salt water stung our eyes and lungs and the sand followed us home. The sky is very beautiful today and hopefully you will make your way up here sometime to experience it with me. Love in the Season of Uncertainty by Lisa Mooncat Stormler. Nothing is for sure, you say, not ever. True, everything is subject 
to change. Always true. But I don't feel afraid because we're together. So if everything changes, will I? Will you? This one is for Jess by Timothy Arliss O'Brien. Why would you think this dramatic disappearance is explicable? Never forget the mysteriously deep and self-contradictory disappearance. Why would you think this is public? The deceased are the most private of all. Down, down, down into the darkness of them. Gently we go to the cliquish, the snobbish, and the insular. Failing, however hard you tried, will always tear you apart. Failing, the true source of disappearance. The fire is long gone and burnt out. What remains now are just embers from the cold ashes, evidence that there was once a hot and consuming fire. I am an interesting, active, well-mannered, down-to-earth, energetic, educated, romantic, and balanced person. I am a creation of God, pure and innocent. These days, most people accept that jobs are not for life anymore. People are more mobile and much more likely to change jobs every few years and even careers a number of times throughout their lives. Yet the deceased are the most private of them all. It really makes a disappearance dramatic and explicable. You should never forget a mysterious disappearance. Gently we go, failing however hard we try, always torn apart, failing the true source of disappearance. Poems that kept me up at night, read by the poet himself, Nicholas Yandel. Number one, fear is space. Space is fear, compartmentalized, closed space, concealed. Common spaces in a cold place where the rest of the world traipses. 
enclosed in warmth and vitality, a lonely quarantined crevice where whispered echoes reinforce every vile confession. Force your way through the hanging splinters of imagery and fractals of light, twisting words with salty drips of condensation and the sweet sickness in the air, alerting the nerves to the coming collisions of steel jaws inside your throat, ready to digest every scream. The shadows, to be known, shown a state of acknowledgement, recognition, as a part of you, one that spins on the axis of emotion to inevitably slow down, straighten out, and continue on the road to the present. Number two, find the creature. If I could feed it a fish or a bowl of milk, offering all I have, but it sputters and shakes its head. Only when I face it, give it a slow blink of acknowledgement, can I slowly bring it to the light. Go to the door, carry the gleam of exposure long past where the sun has reached. Find the flexing chamber through dark and winding passages, twitches and ticks and a deep hollow growl. Below the surface, there's no differentiation between the blur of consciousness and night terrors. A creature torn from a childlike imagination. Number three, droning low like a jammed organ pedal, adjusted to, forgotten, only revealed through shots of manufactured silence. The muffled hum of an idling engine, deserted, running minimally, sustaining, Breathe an accustomed blend of air that chokes the self of memory. Take hold of a lung with a thumb and forefinger. Squeeze it to the tempo, the thump, thump, thump of a heartbeat uncannily askew. Quietly, unnervingly, dissonance in the acoustics of this hall of suppression. The Angel by William Blake. I dreamt a dream 
what can it mean? And that I was a maiden queen, guarded by an angel mild, witless woe, and ne'er beguiled. And I wept both night and day, and he wiped my tears away. And I wept both day and night, and hid from him my heart's delight. So he took his wings and fled. Then the morn blushed rosy red. I dried my tears and armed my fears with 10,000 shields and spears. Soon my angel came again. I was armed. He came in vain. For the time of youth was fled and gray hairs were on my head. for joining me in this episode. More information about all the poets are in the show notes, along with links to more of their writing. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing so you never miss an episode.